Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 608 for comics originally coming out January 19th and January the 20th. But before doing, I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday slash Wednesday. Drew, we got a couple of announcements and some stuff to talk about, yes. don't we, buddy? Yeah. Yeah, it's the new year. Um, and for the last few years, uh, we've occasionally had folks say, Hey, what's your Patreon? You guys should do a Patreon. And we said, I don't want to do a Patreon. We're ah. purists. We do it for the love. Yeah. But we have broken down. And we yes. now we have launched a Patreon. So, um, for those of you who are interested, you don't have to. You always will get uh, our weekly show for free. Um, and it'll be out there. Uh, but for those of you who want to be a supporter of the show in some form or fashion on Patreon, that's available to you. Go to for just search Comics Fund Profit um, uh, at on Patreon to find it. it will, the link will be in the show notes. We have several tiers. Um, you can start at three bucks a month. Um, you can go uh, if, if once you once you go to the five dollar a month, you get to hear uh, all our bonus episodes, get early access to those. Um, you will also get, of course, priority inclusion of your feedback. All questions and comments will be uh, on the air, and you also get on air thanks and shout outs in the show notes. Um, At that point, you can even ask personal questions. We're fine with that. Yeah, we are. We are. Uh, <laughs> Um, at the $10 um, a month level, we will open up a, um, a Slack community for the Comics for Fun and Profit uh, patrons. And we'll be able to chat with us and have us at your beck and call for chatty topics. Uh, you also get If a you're in your shop and you're like, I wonder if Kyle and Drew would buy the A cover, the B cover. Yeah. Slack is right there. Slack us. <laughs> at the ten, that's at the $10 a month level. You also get a signed photo and or sticker depending on how many stickers we have left we sometimes run out of those we have to order them um but we always have photos of ourselves because we're gorgeous <laughs> tasteful tastefully <laughs> at, done at, at the uh, 20 dollar a month level we uh add additional bonus episodes that are exclusive so for those 20 dollar a month subscribers they get um bonus only episodes that are just available to them and uh, not available on our other feed. Um, the exclusive and of course, drunk, Drew, drunk Drew episodes. Those are those are well, well, TBD. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, um, and we also at the forty-five dollar a month level uh, allow you to co-host on a topic of your choosing uh, uh, on one of our episodes. So uh, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Looks like nine different uh, bonuses. Uh, for various levels of support um, we would appreciate any and all of that uh, and also as as the goals increase it the stretch goals and when we reach certain milestones we will unlock um, uh, various levels right now our three levels are um, bonus episodes of cr for creator interviews bonus episodes of comic reviews and a video show uh, those are the three goals we have for uh, dollar amounts uh, earnings from Patreon as they come in. We have already unlocked uh, the creator interview, and that'll be um, coming to a Patreon near you very soon. 
um, and that will eventually trickle down to the regular feed, but it's going to go exclusive to um, the Patreons, the patrons, the patrons, Jesus, the patrons <laughs> first. Um, so uh, yeah, we, we're trying this out. Uh, we hope that this is cool. If you guys don't want to mess around with uh, Patreon, we understand our PayPal link will always be available. If you just want to send us cash and say, here's a little tip jar money for you, that's fine. Um, uh, if you just want to listen, that's also fine and always will be because um, that's how we started doing it. And that's why we'll always do it until I run out of, until we can't afford the server costs anymore. <laughs> so, so maybe that's also why we should put that on there. Goal, keep server costs down. Um, uh, but yeah, so check that out. Uh, we'll have this link in our show notes going forward and, um, um, support us if you feel like it. And, uh, we look forward to, uh, some of the cool stuff that we're going to do. We're going to continue to add to this. Um, and this, but this is our, our first foray into the Patreonage. Um, so I, we hope you like it. And we'll try not to, uh, do one of these bumpers at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll move it to the middle. <laughs> so you don't fast forward through it like I usually do in other episodes. Anyway. <laughs> um, continuing of after our award-winning, highly praised DC previews from last week, we are going to do Marvel previews this week. So uh, take a look at... These are... These are Marvel titles that are in the January catalog that will be shipping in March. Um, and these orders are due right around the corner for some of you uh, mm -hmm. that order from other places. For people that order from Cowabunga and Deep Discount, well, you've got weeks because they they go they give you plenty of time to put your order yeah. together. Um, but but uh, what does it look like to you, Kyle? Anything good in here? Yeah, the first thing that actually pops out to me, because we're, we're scrolling through the digital offerings at the moment, and the thing that I've been talking back and forth with the people, we have Demon Days, X-Men number one from Marvel. Now, this is a Peach Momoko cover, right? Okay. No, this is Peach Momoko writing, doing interior art, and covers. So this is a full Peach Momoko offering. Oh, wow. Book. Yeah. So this is the one that we've, that, you know, this is the the world beater artist that was the the beginning of 2020 could do no wrong uh, for art is getting her own universe and her own book, and it looks like uh, we got to try that, right? Yeah, we got to jump on that. So we're going now. To you have the print. You have the you have the print version of Marvel previews somewhere around here. Yes. Oh, okay, it's not handy. I can grab it real quick. Hold on. But yeah, because I'd like if they have if they have the exact like interior art examples, I'd love to see that. Yeah, hold on, let me grab it. Listen to that. That's that's real time, real time searching going on there. Uh, but the cover looks like her covers normally. Um, good stuff. What I was looking at while he's gone. As a Beta Ray Bill series, um, now it's a five-issue miniseries featuring Beta Ray Bill, uh, written by Daniel Warren Johnson, with art by him as well, um, and I think this will be fun. I'm excited to check that out. Um, seems like a 
It's like a, a pretty cool concept for a mini. I don't think he's ever had one before. So, um, yeah, that, that looks like a good one. I'm also interested in the Captain America Anniversary Tribute issue. Um, that should be fun. He's a great character, so I like his stuff. <laughs> I think I think Kyle is opening a box. What is that? Kyle, what are you doing? I had to remove it from the tape. It was ba it was in it was in a bag. Ah, gotcha. My good friends at Deep Discounts or whatnot, Cowabunga. Uh, they had it all in bagged, nice and well kept for me. So it's not it's not right close. It, it's in where my head they, right now. Where did they bury it? Where did they bury the Demon Days? That's what I'm looking at right now. It is down in there, right after America Chavez, about the midway. We do not have the interiors. Well, that was very anticlimactic. Yeah. Oh no, we do. We have the next one. Oh, we have. Oh, those look really good. Do they? Yeah. Okay. That looks awesome. Uh all Interior right, I'll have to check that Peach out. Momoko. Yeah, that's dope. I'll snap a picture and send it to you, too. Okay. Since you are. Very cool. Not as analog as myself. Now, also, we have uh, a and Silk There's a series. J. Scott Campbell variant on this as well that's really good that I'm definitely into as well. Both of those. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so can we move 13 on 13 minutes from... to go over one book. I apologize. I did two or three while you were gone. Oh, good. What'd you do? Catch me back up. <laughs> uh, I did Beta Ray Bill. I talked okay. about Captain America anniversary tribute, and now I'm talking about Silk. Uh, uh, Silk gets her. She gets a five issue mini series. We love Silk. We love. We Silk. love. We, Silk. We've been Team Silk more than than Team. Yep. Ghost Spider, Spider slash whatever yep. anymore. And one of the things I loved the most about her was that. Their spidey sense turned into like a pheromone. Yeah, animal magnetism almost with them. Yeah, her and Peter Parker got all sexy together, and then they like shit canned that completely. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that comes back a little bit, maybe. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. But uh, but that's I'm glad she's getting a, a series. Yeah, and back to Demon Days. It looks like it's going to be a five issue series. Gotcha. Um, the License for Alien is back with Marvel, and in true Marvel fashion, they have relaunched it with 15 covers. No, mm -hmm. wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, just seven, seven or eight. Um, a tawdry seven or eight covers. Yeah, that looks pretty good. I really, a really, really liked the uh, the Xenomorph and Venom cover that we got um, on the, the one Venom. With the aliens tie in some of those covers, they looked really cool. Um, Kyle, Amazing Spider Man 62. Uh, that says a new costume debuts. Ooh, we like that. Um, do we do we have anything in the print that's has a little more detail? No, no. Verse 62. No. It, yeah, so it, 61. It literally says classified and it will not show us the new cover. Gotcha. 
we've got uh, an Alex Ross Timeless, but it's an uh, image coming soon, so I don't have a look at that. Mm-mm. Curious about what that is. You follow uh, Boss Logic on Instagram or anything? No, I don't know what that is. Okay, he's he did uh, a couple of the, the things, but he's just a like a graphic designer who does a lot of the 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 fan made art. When you see something, you're like, oh, that's fan made, but that's super high end. He usually does those, and then Marvel had him doing a couple other covers. He's got the occasional cover that pops through as well. But he was doing a lot with Moon Knight, and uh, now that you got we got the official announcement of what's his face playing Moon Knight and everything, he was doing a bunch of just fun you know what if covers and stuff wow that's cool yeah i wish i had talent that'd be awesome i'd love to do that yeah uh daredevil continues with the with the new daredevil um we'll see how much heat that is in daredevil 28 and then we've got a deadpool nerdy 30 that's cool is that like the 30th anniversary of Deadpool, I guess? Yeah. That makes sense. Who's writing that? Nerdy 30, number one. Liefeld, dead... Yeah, so it's the Liefeld first appearance. He's the mark with the mouth, full, the mouth full of birthday cake. Deadpool's turning 30, and to help celebrate, we've assembled some of the classic storytellers to tell tales of Wade Wilson's birthdays, past, present, and future. A first birthday with the time-traveling assassins. A sweet 16 party that would make Molly Ringwald weep. A hundredth birthday that could only be celebrated in grand Deadpool style. Blow out the candles, pin this cybernetic arm on the cable, and open this present just for you. Parental advisory. So that's cool. We're getting Deadpool's uh, birthdays throughout the years, so it looks like we're going to have a few one-offs, because we do have Varios, your favorite guy, as writer and artist on those. So He's your favorite guy. Yes, Varios always. <laughs> I always enjoy him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the Star Wars realm, we have Star Wars 12, Bounty Hunters 10, Dr. Aphra 8, High Republic 3, um, an, a Legends of the Old Republic Omnibus, which would have to be all the Dark Horse stuff, wouldn't it? Yes. Wow. Yes. That's cool. Um, that might sell pretty well yeah so that's yeah legend series a long long time ago the star wars galaxy was a very different place welcome to the old public when young jedi zane carrick so we got carrick in there um see if i could pull any other names out so this collects star wars knights of the old republic one through 50 knights of the old republic war one through five knights of the old republic handbook and materials from knights of the old republic rebellion zero those can't have been. They they can't have Dark Horse's products. So they must. So did Star Wars have this license at one time? I'm assuming so. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I'll have to look that up. I, I I'm now now my interest is peaked. I don't not peaked enough for a hundred twenty five dollar omnibus, but mm-hmm. still, I'd love to flip through it. It better be yeah, cool. 100%. Have, have you read uh, High Republic yet? I haven't. It's just sitting there. I gotta get mine cracked out. I was. I've been in Future State, and um, nice. I haven't been. It was, didn't do it any Marvel lately, but and a lot of um, a lot of image. So I got to get back over there and check that out. 
got to get more time for comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Is that Dengar on the front of Bounty Hunters? You tell yep, me. Dengar. And what a secret Dengar carries. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's pretty cool. But we might be getting to the point where you just need to buy all the Star Star Wars again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's just we are a ticking time bomb as for what Afra is going to be in live action or series wise. And I'm just like, all right, what's it going to be? Yeah, it's it's it'll be coming at some point. Um, I don't think they're going to wait until this phase is out before introducing her. That'd be dumb. So they'll put her in something. Yeah, she's too good a character not to. Yeah. I did not get to finish the um, Trials of Ultraman, or the the regular Ultraman series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they have a Trials Kyle of Kyle Higgins Ultra- writing it. I might be in on this. I don't think he wrote the first one, did he? No, but he's in on this Trials book. Huh, that's, all. that's pretty cool. I love Kyle Higgins writing. I don't care what you say. And there's a really cool Peach Momoko variant of that Trials of Ultraman. <laughs> just popped out of me. Venom 34 is the final uh, King and final issue of the King in Black uh, mm-hmm. storyline that seems to have stretched across everything. I think you have to buy it. Kate's yeah. going to do something. I mean, you get you just can't. Yeah. So he'll do something crazy in this that'll skyrocket. Yeah, you got to do this, and then you got to do the next one. And this one sets the stage for Venom 200. So, legacy number... Where are we legacy numbering for Venom? Well, it must be 299, or 199, right? I would think. Yeah, because... Okay, so Venom 33 is legacy 198. Yeah. So, Venom 34 is legacy 199. So... Venom 35 is going to be Legacy 200, and they're going to go completely ballistic. But granted, it's probably going to be a $9 book. <laughs> That's true. Lots of King in Black. Lots of King in Black. It must be selling well. That's all I... It, ha- it would have to be selling well for them to be cranking out this much mm-hmm. content. Yeah, and it seems like once this king... Do we know what the next event is after this? No, not for Marvel, we don't. Yeah. Well, you might. It might be like on the first page of the, of the no, print. No, we're still... Uh, it, we're pumping King in Black like crazy on this one, an alien on the actual uh, physical book. talk about carnage black white and blood number one i did not donny cates ben percy teeny howard when this the cerebral chaos caused by carnage brought to life by some of the greatest creators in marvel but beware true believers true to their titular characters namesake these spine chilling tales are not for the faint of heart and presented in black white and blood now carnage i think is gonna peak at some point, because that's going to be a big feature in the in the Venom movie, the new Venom movie coming up. 
with yeah. Carnage tie-in. So I imagine we're going to get some ramp-up uh, for that as well. And that is all I have yeah. for Marvel. Just looking at covers now, me, I really like that. I'm not a Captain Marvel book guy, but that Marco uh, Cicchetto variant for Cap or just the cover A for Captain Marvel 27 is just super well done. I just that is very nice. That is very nice. But the Chang ain't bad. No, not at all. That's not a bad one either. What do you think of these two-tone variants? I was underwhelmed, but I was looking at them a small thumbnail, so... Yeah, they look kiddish. Oh, do they? They don't look... They look like... They look like they'd be on the IDW versions of Marvel books. The Adventures series stuff. But I don't know. Gotcha. But I'm sure this Amazing Spider-Man 61 two-tone will sell good. Now, granted, that's not the new uh, costume on that, but still... Unless we get a uh, a cameo of the new costume at the end of the... <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, we'll get it on the interiors, but we won't get the cover, whereas the, I think the cover A is going to actually show the costume on the front, it looks like, because they've got it blocked out. Um, so my two big things that I'm into is Silk number one and Demon Day's X-Men number one. That yeah. That issue series. I, I agree. I like both of those. And um, stay tuned for those on future FOC as well. Yeah. And then I will probably look into the, what they're doing with Alien. Yeah. I don't know if you can have a new first appearance or what. I'll have to start following Philip Kennedy Johnson's stuff to see what his uh, what he's going to do going forward with this. I enjoyed uh, the James Stokoe Alien book that was out not so long ago. Um, and I think that was over at Dark Horse before they lost the license. But um, mm -hmm. so we'll look, we'll look and see. Is that all you have for Marvel? Yep, I don't think I ever knew that a xenomorph has six fingers. That's cool to see. Moving on. <laughs> all right, let's shoot over to the hot ten and check yeah. out some hot hot comics this week. Yeah. Yep, of course, our Hot 10 is from our good friends at comicbookinvest.com. Uh, they publish a Hot 10. We are looking at the Hot 10 for January the 15th, 2021. And start at the very top, Drew. We're going to start with Star Wars, Tales from the Clone Wars, Season 1. This is... Uh, he, we here at comicbookinvest.com give credit to our friends... Topher, who deserves it here. This compilation of a webcomic series features Cad Bane long before Darth Maul number two does. This book in no way diminishes Darth Maul number two, but to ignore it because of because it's a graphic novel only would be rigid and somewhat foolish. And don't forget the fact that the writer uh, Dave Filoni confirms these stories are real. Uh, but it's stored from $25 to $300 since New Year's Day. Wow. In so two weeks? A, yeah. And who is Cad Bane? Uh, Cad Bane is another bounty hunter. So he's the bounty hunter with the hat. He is, uh, again, I hate to keep beating this drum, Drew, but if you were uh, watching the Clone Wars series, you would know exactly who Cad Bane is. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. 
and I see this is it was a web comic that they collected that they collected in this edition. So it's for the first uh, yeah. appearance of him is in these here. And is that Yoda with glasses on on the cover? <laughs> I don't know. I did not know Yoda had an astigmatism in that one. Uh, and I remember this vaguely, and I yeah. do remember saying, "Oh, web comic collection, pass." Yeah. <laughs> and it's a three hundred dollar book. Yeah, wow! Spiked like crazy. That's nuts. That is nuts. But I Cat Bane's an, an interesting character, especially as you start to get a bunch of bounty hunters together in some of these books. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, shows like The Mandalorian kind of show a bunch of bounty hunters in a different light. And yes. then as we cycle closer to the book of Boba Fett, uh, we'll find out just what kind of characters we're going to get as far as bounty hunters in and what he's going to do with his... Uh, new role in Jabba's palace and if he's going to pull in the Ara Sings and the and uh, uh you know all of his old Dengars and Bosks or any IG units or any of the classic bounty hunter characters from Star Wars lore so there's going to be speculation for an entire year on that kind of thing as well until we get some more information on those uh moving from a $25 book to a $300 book is amazing yeah in two weeks yeah that is a heck of a thing at rank two, we have Iron Man, Frank Cho, 1 in 25 variant. This is from just the other week. Up to $100 to $125 this week. People seem to really love this cover. I will say that I'm surprised that this one has taken off when so many other great Cho variants do not. Yeah, Cho does good work. I, I don't understand the appeal of it, though. I mean, he, he's done better. Yeah, he 100% has. At rank three, we have King and Black Gwenom versus Carnage number one, the Inhyuk Lee one in twenty-five variant. Very strong, one hundred to one hundred twenty-five dollars sales just after release. This is a crazy cover, but I can see why it's doing well. How many of you consider this issue a key? It's a nice cover. Yeah, it's a very good cover. At rank four, we have Serial number one. We talked a lot about this series before it came out in both our FOC and our Thang. Um, new Terry Moore series selling very well, fifteen to twenty or ten to fifteen dollars raw. I expect to see the print run be very very small on that one. I can't remember who the publisher was, but it was an offhand one. Yeah, it's his. I think it's his Abstract Studios. Back Holy crap! Month. Did you see what's at rank five? Oh my god! I am the smartest man alive. I didn't look at this before. And Hot Valley Days and Cocaine Nights number two. Well, this one definitely falls into the not safe for kids. This is one of those covers that is so over the top that people want it. The bikini cover is selling for 15 to 25 in the um, <coughs> Lines on Curves cover is selling for over 50. I freaking told you. <laughs> but you did not make it your pick of the week. I you, did not. You it, we did not want to put somebody railing yeah, cocaine off true. of a stripper on the site. So we, we, you know, but by golly, if you listened to the way we talked about it, you should have went out and grabbed it. Should have went and grabbed it. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that's funny. At rank six, we have Port of Earth number one. After being optioned almost two years ago for Amazon, this book saw price increases this week from around cover price to over twenty dollars. 
one may wonder why the interest now, two years after that fact. That is, it's weird. Things just, don't the don't market's... spike when they're optioned, but then they do. Yeah. All right, Drew, I'm going to solicit your opinion here because at rank seven we have Vision number one, Tom King's awesome small series um, that he wrote a couple years ago, if I remember correctly. Uh, 9.8 sales went from $225 to 240 to 300 If you haven't watched the first two episodes of WandaVision yet, do yourself a favor and do so. It's a solid blend of tongue-in-cheek comedy nostalgia and mystery. If, and it is a big if, Viz Vision shows up, this book is, it's very, this book and its variants will see a significant surge beyond this bump. Drew, Yes. That ties into the fact that you uh, tried to watch One Division. Yeah, and I, and... I um, I was little disappointed. Um, now I I had seen some of these uh, sitcommy black and white homage, you know, trailer in parts of the trailer, and just assumed that was just part of the show. But that was the entire show. Yeah, shot that way in the four by three. Um, style of the you know 80s and prior to hd tvs and um it was all tongue-in-cheek comedy uh, very dated comic stylings laugh track and um very little mystery you know, a little bit there at the end that hopefully springs forward into the rest of the series but um i was super disappointed in what we got but mm -hmm. I'm still going to continue to watch watch it um, and see if it turns the corner. And yes, if Viv, 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 Viv Vision does show up, that'll be exciting um, because she's a great character. So um, I hope that I hope that happens. But you you were you know you were big on this series from the get go. This Vision series, you were there from yes. day one. Yes, uh, grabbing them all, and you were uh, before the curve on that one. Yes, sold them all. But, uh, <laughs> so I don't have any of these $300 nine eights, but, yeah. um, yeah, that I, I love this series a lot. And that was um, that the last Tom King thing that you liked? No, I okay, actually still, it. still liked some Tom King. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying, lost. I'm enjoying Rorschach right now. Ah, oh, there you go. Hey, see, there we go. Just trying to get those, uh, those deep thoughts from Drew as we're doing <laughs> At rank eight, we have Haha -ha, number one. W Maxwell Prince can do no wrong. The regular cover is ten to fifteen dollars. The store variants are doing very well. I will let you all decide which of those you like best. I am avoiding politics on purpose, but some of those are selling for over a hundred dollars. I did not. See I don't know what that means. Yeah, so I'll have I to dig into the ha -has. Yeah. But Mike Myers uh, did call me out on Twitter and said you screwed up and missed the boat on. Ha ha! Because we, I said I was scared of scared of clowns, so I'm staying away from it. Yep. Um, but it's doing well. Hats off so, to you, you freaks that can uh, that like the scary clowns. Yep. So put on your big boy pants and jump back in. <laughs> At rank nine, we have Future State Teen Titans number one, selling for around fifteen dollars. Red X is at least a character that I think will stick around for a while. Let the debate begin between cameo and first full, which we all hate. Do we? Or have we all come to the conclusion that first full is actually the better better appearance? 
We've all heard Drew's take now. We'll see what else is going on there. So, so we don't. I guess we're not in a, into a hundred percent agreement on that. <laughs> Apparently not, because the the market dictates what the market dictates, and sometimes uh, they dictate you wrong, boy. Yeah, that's true. At rank ten, we have Aquaman fifty seven, almost doubling in price this week from fifteen to twenty to thirty. This first appearance of Andy Curry is seeing extra interest because of her being in Future State. Alright. And some of our honorable mentions. We have Spawn number 9, the new stand variant. A 9.8 sold for 15 hundo this week. Which is two and a half times the all-time high for this book. Either someone has inside knowledge of Angela in the MCU. Or someone just got super jittery with their stimulus money. In either case, there is no way I couldn't mention it here. Holy crap, that's crazy. <laughs> no, holy crap is the next one. Yes. And writer Bill Finger, artist Bob Kane, and Jerry Robinson on this one. I think that's actually should be swapped. Um, $2.2 million for a CGC 9.4. We're going to let that sink in for a moment. The finest copy available as it sits atop the census all by itself. Yes, the market has been insane with some of the moderns lately. But when you see iconic books like this shatter records, you know the market is still healthy overall. Of course, we're talking about Batman number one. That's probably a PGX. So, <laughs> that's how it's that's that's why it's a nine four. Yeah, we're gonna haggle over that. <laughs> that's awesome. that's amazing. We, should we now. take it out and press it and see if we can get a nine six? Uh, I mean, a nine a nine four. That's gorgeous. That's amazing. Yeah, um, and it's worth two point two million dollars. Yeah. So when somebody tells you comics aren't worth the, the investment, look at that. They only had to wait. 70 to 80 years for that to <laughs> pay off. That uh, that's awesome. All right, well, Drew, now that we've seen what the hot comics are from our good friends, do we want to check out some FOC items? Yes, let's see what um, what tomorrow's hot 10 will be. Yep, I'm looking at this fresh email from our friends at Deep Discounts Comic, the online offshoot of our friends at Cowabunga. Uh, they, of course, send us the... Uh, FOC list each Friday evening and we roll through it to give you the things that you need to make sure you add to your list and get and don't miss out on and have to chase on the open market. Of course, your FOC items from DC are due by 6 o'clock Monday and your other, or by, uh, I'm sorry, your DC items are due on Sunday by 6 p.m. and your other publishers by 6 p.m. on Monday. But, uh, doesn't look like there's much in the way of DC direct this week because the holiday they bumped some stuff. But we've got a few things that Eric's pulled out for us, and he's talking about haha, the second printing of number one already. So if you missed out on the first one, they're already going to a second print already featured in the FOC. Still steering clear. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Still scurred. Um, we also have Radiant Black number one. Michael Cho doing the cover, Kyle Higgins, so you know I'm going to probably read it, uh, from Image Comics. So and this is, a, um, this is a this uh, a superhero universe within yep. Image Comics, so this will Correct. be a shared superhero universe that they're launching. And um, I don't know that I want this. I, I don't know Normally that... Normally we go to Image for our non-superheroes. Yes, and... Um, do that we being really said, need? They had a giant run with Invincible, which I would say is a superhero book. 
That's true. That's true. And that was good. I'll give you that. But we do we really need a lot more superheroes when we have the big two? I mean, the big two are saturated a bit. I mean, so... Yeah, there's I mean, always there, uh, for more. Really? I, really? I, I, I mean, I've already ventured into superhero books with Image with things like The Bounce and things like that. So I've not steered clear of superhero books with Image. But yeah, right. for the most part, I, I, I don't ever want to think of Image as a superhero. Oh, or I don't want like I don't house. want soup I don't want superheroes on IDW. Or I don't want superheroes anywhere else. I mean, shouldn't I mean? Don't the big two do superheroes the best? Can't we okay, give so, them that? So hey, Image, can we drop Spawn so it doesn't look like you have a superhero? Oh, uh, I mean, I get yeah, sure. You get your legacy characters. You can have those, but I don't. I don't think you need to waste a lot of time with that when that niche is covered quite well by the big two. Completely. You do other things better than the big two. Do that. Do more Including of that. Including a $4 book, so I mean, maybe this is going to be our only place where we can get a superhero book for under $9 an issue, though. That's true. That is true. Uh, another thing that Eric has featured for us, we have Stray Dogs number one from Image Comics. The cover B is the horror movie variant. Uh, we've seen a lot of this, and this is a cool little... Uh, Silence of the Lambs homage cover, so that's pretty cool. I always like the homage covers, though. We've seen a lot of horror movie variants and different things. Uh, half of the time, I do not know what the homage is because I don't know my horror genre. Very this one well. was easy. This <laughs> one was easy, 100%. We also have King in Black, Black Panther number one from Marvel as it gets into the King in Black cycle. We have Star Wars High Republic number one, the third printing. So already going to a third print, already doing another cover, I believe, on this. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's a different cover than any of the other standards on that. So that's cool. So, so buy it. <sighs> yes, pick one up. It's one of those things where I don't think it's going to be anything, but you don't want to miss the boat if it's a super under-ordered one. Yeah. Uh, we also have Wolverine Black, White, and Blood, number three of four. Good Donny Cates doing this four-issue series. Casual Fling, number one, from Artist Writers and Artisans. Jason Starr writing that one. That is a wicked cover. And we have I Walk With Monsters number one, second printing from Vault Comics. And I see Vault Comics getting a second printing on that book. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's interesting. You don't you don't see that happen a lot. Yeah, but Drew, let's dig through what we can find from our good friends at FOC. And yes, there are no DC items on this FOC, so don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, we had two last week, so no DC this week. Yeah. Uh, new Black Hammer from Dark Horse. Uh, Patton Oswalt, the comedian, is doing the writing on this instead of um, Jeff Lemire. So uh, we'll see how that goes. So this will be um, uh, Black Hammer it... meets a KFC bowl? <laughs> Maybe. There's lots of um, guest writers. Um, we're going to, in addition to Patton Oswalt, we're going to get Jeff Johns, uh, Mariko Tamaki, Chip Zdarsky, Kelly Thompson um, doing uh, Black Hammer. I'd. I'd I don't know why. Are we committing to challenging Black Hammer? Maybe. Um, 
uh, I'm curious. I'm really, really curious. Um, so I'll probably be reading this. Critical Roles, Vox Machina Origins 3, number one. If you're into that psycho, it looks like we're doing more there. Uh, we get a second printing for Fear Case. You had uh, pointed this out last time with the Matt, Matt Kit. Yeah. We like Tyler Jenkins, too. Yes. On art. So um, it's sold out ahead of its... Issue 1 is already sold out ahead of its February 3rd publication. So um, we, got a, we got a second printing offering already. Go. That's all I got in Dark Horse. Let's head on down to some IG Joe W. G.I. Joe Castle Fall. The past year of G.I. Joe leads to this. The Joes aim to topple Cobra by turning its own assets against them. But Cobra strikes first at Joe leadership from the inside. Twists, turns, and massive amounts of action make this a G.I. Joe event not to be missed. $8 for G.I. Joe event. Eek. Eek. Cover B's dope. Love that. Now on the um the cover A, the Sophie Campbell cover for TMNT one fourteen. Mm-hmm. Is that the, like the nursery rhyme where the turtles stand on top of each other's heads? I'm uh, unaware of that nursery rhyme. Oh I, th- but I, I, I do I, not believe that is what that means. That is yeah. a cool cover. It is a cool cover. There was like, okay, so there's a bunch of turtles. And there's a turtle that's like stands on top of another turtle and says, I'm the king of all I can see or something. And then uh, then they, they he wants to he wants to rule over more. So he just keeps standing on top of other turtles hmm. until he gets really, really high. I can't remember where this, I, I read this when I was a kid somewhere. Um, it exists. I swear to God, it's not my it's not my LSD hallucinations. If anybody re- else out there can confirm or deny the grim fairy tale, Drew is. It might be like a. It might even be like a Doctor Seuss book. Interesting. I don't know. I'll I'll I will check into that. <laughs> Talked about haha going to a second print. This is it. We got the end of low. Twenty six oh. low ends. I am current. It is good. I don't know how they're going. There, there's, there's not going to be a lot of closure. There's not going to be a happy ending here. I don't think. Um, but maybe size finale. Still four dollars. Rick Remender, I love you. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, along with. Greg Tuccini and Dave McKaig on art. Um, why do we not have Mateus regular? Blair, a great cover B. That's weird. Um, but yeah, so we got three covers on this final issue. Should I be selling number one now or waiting for... This got option, didn't it? I think so, yes. Yeah. It'll be an interest. That'll be an interesting transfer because it's mostly underwater. But it's so good, and it's 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 not, it's kind of kaiju, but not really. Yeah, a little mech suit action. Yeah. You know that's fun. Um, there's some monsters too. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it'd be pretty. It'll be pretty cool in transfer. But yeah, it's ending. It's the end. Another long running, long existing 
uh, image title. I mean, it's only on 26, it's only but it's on been 26, around for been five around years for, or six yeah. years for sure. Um, Did I get I think, that signed at C2E2? I can't remember. Low might have been around since we've been around. Yeah, no <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's been a long All I know time. is I have multiples of the first threes, three issues. So if it does well, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. So are you buying Radiant Black at all? No. No, okay. I... I'm 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 not interested in superheroes anywhere else. Got you. And you're not digging for that fifty copy incentive. Definitely not. God, just double check. I'm I'm I might do the stray dogs. I there you don't go. know. Lady and the to... Tramp meets Silence of the Lambs. It is a five issue Don Bluth style suspense thriller. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. And it's by uh, your My Little Ponies artist, Tony Fleck. Fleek. <laughs> is, that my, is that my guy? Yeah. I'm interested in reading it. That's for doggone sure. <laughs> See what I did there? There, That was nice. There was another, the 12th and issue of... Yeah, we can't see that cover D. Uh, we've got the end of the story arc for Undiscovered Country. They'll take a break, probably. Um... I, I think this book has been really uneven, and I don't know if it's because of the two writers not being able to spend a lot of time together because of COVID or what, but I, I don't know. It, it hasn't been as good as I wanted it to be with Snyder and Solon writing it. Yeah. Am I the only one? Am I by myself there? <laughs> anybody, anybody. Cool to see Mr. Negative here in this Amazing Spider-Man 59. So we got 56 going to a second print. But no, okay, so 55 was the big one. Never mind. Yes, yes, yes. And then heads up to anybody that liked 55. Venom is doing that with Venom 33. So right. Venom 33 is the Venom... Same art styling cover. And there's a virgin on that as well. That art was not available at FOC or, I believe, release, necessarily. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, the variant edition of Venom 33 is the same art styling that everybody's chasing with Spider-Man 55. Uh, Eternals goes to its second issue with only a paltry five covers. <laughs> down from 105. Yes. Um, that Aesop Ribic inter interior uh, art, um, not the best, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious what everybody else thought of the Eternals issue. Yeah, they tried to do some neat stuff in it, but I, I imagine it's got to be one of the bigger duds. Yeah. Morbius Bond of Blood number one. Can't wait for that movie to come out. Who's who's that? Who's who they cast? Oh, you asked me too darn quick. Can't remember. What's his face from Thirty Seconds to Mars? Oh, okay. Yeah. And Not Jared just, Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, Jared Leto. And, and there's so many weird 
universe things where like if you look at that trailer it's got the toby it's referencing the toby mcguire spider-man in it and now i don't know there's all kinds of stuff that i'm I want to get. I want that stuff to all get started. <laughs> yeah. A classic um, Empire cover for Darth Vader number ten, but Darth just doesn't look like he's his heart's in this saber battle. <laughs> it's not really. He's not really in a stance at all. He's just got one hand up. He doesn't seem to be even trying. Yeah. Well, he's fighting his son. He doesn't want to defeat his son in Empire, if you'll remember. So, yeah, it's like when I used to let you um, win in basketball. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> yep, that's what it was. But I do like the cover I have Star Wars Darth Vader number 10 as well. You like it better? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is that is stark. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's way better. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's pretty cool. It's a very good looking cover. Gonna be hard to get a nine point eight in that. We talked again about Star Wars: High Republic, the third print. Very cool on that one. Um, might as well snag it. Yep. Put them uh, together. Or do you think they'll just keep cranking these printings out? Keep cranking them out because I remember there being several for even the big Star Wars number one. Might as well just to keep going. And you know we haven't seen those re- come back up, so wonder why not? Shouldn't those subsequent printing printings of Star Wars be lo- much lower print runs and be way and more in demand? Yes, you would think that, but demand being the key word there. But People I want to, inf- to I want to want I want to decide for them what should be in demand yeah. and what shouldn't. Well, same thing when we finally get a really good spike on Deadpool stuff. We had like 15 different printings in number one on Deadpool Spider-Man. Yeah. Some of them super awesome covers. Yeah, if those if those get hot again, um, for sure. So from artists, writers, and artisans, we talked about Casual Fling, number one, of uh, issue one of five. I like the cover A better. Yeah, than, cover A is great. Than, than the one that uh, Eric highlighted, but um, still good. Yeah, so it's about uh, extramarital affairs and stalkers and all kinds of crazy stuff there. So that's pretty cool. Don't do it, fellas. It's cheaper to keep her. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers issue four has like nine hundred copy things. Jeez. Yeah, including a two hundred copy incentive. Cheese got... boom! Come on, boom. <laughs> you're, you're jumping the shark here. Get a hold of yourself, boom. Um, Orcs number one from Boom. It's a uh, more of an all agey, I think. Yeah, for fans of the Adventure Zone and Critical Role, meet Bog and his misfit crew of orcs that adventures through the known world courtesy of acclaimed cartoonist Christine Larson. Everybody loves Tom Taylor. We're on uh, fifth printing of Seven Secrets, number one, the third printing of two, the third printing of three, the second printing of four, the second printing of five, and the second printing of six. Tom Taylor is a god. Yeah. 
And he's right in Nightwing. And he's on Nightwing. And I guess he's doing Batman now, too. Just do Nightwing. Oh, we like, that's what he announced today, so. That's crazy. I'm back on Batman, then. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I will read it. I will read anything that Tom Taylor writes. Have you read Seven Secrets? Because I've, I've I've only read one. As you say, I read the first one, and then I read the first one. So I, I will read everything, but I I might not get to it right away. Drew, I, I need you to add Scouts Honor number two. Um, I I did not do that order for him. I did definitely order the first one, um, but we need to add on number two. I friggin' love this book. Uh, where am I looking? Under the Boom. S's. Aftershock. Where am I looking? Aftershock. I don't see it. Well, right after Dynamite. Oh. oh, okay. Okay, yeah. here it is. Scouts on her too. Sorry. You're fine. Uh, David Pepos, which we'll hear more from later on. Um, a phenomenal. Really cool book. Uh, can't beat it. It looks, the issue two looks like Issue one, kind of. Yep. Isn't this? Wasn't the scout doing about the same thing? No, it was more just there was no other people. He wasn't getting ready to necessarily do anything. Uh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And that's all I have in FOC. Yeah. Same here. So, of course, FOC is your last bite of the apple. Get your stuff in, guys. Make sure you uh, don't miss any of these books and have to chase them later on. All right. So, Drew, let's head on over and check out cover price. You doing top 10 or bottom 10? I will do top 10. So, we're going to start with number one, Star Wars The High Republic, number one, the Stephanie Hans. I think that's that's not the cover of the A. That's, uh, I can't remember which one that is. And the winner of the week, this Hans variant, sold 235 copies at a seven-day trend of 161% and a high sale of $140 for a pre-sale 9.8 CGC with $39 going for Rawls. This was the cover that started trending first, inspiring many retailers to rush in before FOC to meet demand. It obviously couldn't and sent collectors scrambling to sites like eBay on release day to find a copy. Where will this book go? Honestly, it will go up. It has a bright future as long as Star Wars content stays the course, which of course it will. So, yeah. Like, if you walked in my F my local comic shop down the road on Star Wars release day Wednesday... They did not put a single copy out for the re for uh, retail. No, you were they're at at open at open, and, not and one. they did not order supposedly did not order a single copy yeah, for anybody for but their pull list. Yeah, which right. makes them either the dumbest of all time, or they're just back ending them all, and they're the scumbaggest of all time. Either way, they suck. Yes. Yes. At rank two, we have Star Wars, The High Republic, number one. Wow, this book did move. We all knew it was going to be hot, but still, 260 copies of the cover A. A pre-sale 9.8 going for 90 bucks already. 
Was the Hans variant the one that was independently orderable, or was that like a, a ratioed variant? I think that was independently orderable. orderable. Wow. So then shouldn't the other ones be even more in demand? Again, demand dictates price. But logically. Yes, you would think. At rank three, The Amazing Spider-Man 55. This is that Patrick Gleason scorching hot cover. Like we said, we talked about Venom having one coming up as well. Many expect a wave of color variants to keep this book trending. So we, of course, have the red one coming out for the second print. And then we're speculating that we're going to get all kinds of colors uh, to really make this book do cool things for a long time. That is cool. Dark Knight's Death Metal number 7, I ran out and grabbed this on release day. On the last page, it features the first cameo of Yara Flores and the new Batman, even though they were released the same week. Still, it sold 108 copies, high sale of 23.62 for a raw. Wow, cool. Yeah. Oh, and speak of the devil. At rank 5. Is that yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, 5 devil? and 6. There you go, five yes. and six. At rank five, Star Wars High Republic, number one, the cover B. Um, it go again, trending upward, hundred bucks for a CGC nine point eight pre-sale. At rank six, um, the one in ten ratioed variant. Um, although now back to the High Republic. Normally, design variants are hit or miss. However, with such a hot title, this was definitely a hit. Sixty-eight copies, twenty-seven fifty for a raw. Star Wars 10, Terry Dotson having a 1 in 25. This f issue featured the first appearance of Star of the Starlight Squadron. And these days, firsts in Star Wars are now instantly hot. Moving 30 copies, $96 for a roll on that one. Rank f 8, we have Iron Man 5, Frank Cho variant, the 1 in 25. Frank Cho's Hellcat 1 in 25 variant was one of the... Hottest variants last week, moving 40 copies, 100 bucks for a raw. And that was the one we talked about in the... Uh, oh, yeah. Another one. Back to 1977 with Star Wars number one. It all comes back to this. Star Wars number one has always been a must-have for collectors. It just took the Mandalorian heat to shine a giant spotlight on us. This week, selling another 30 copies and a high sale of eleven or I'm sorry, $1,200 for a CGC 9.6. So that puts you at probably two over two grand for a 9.8. And the 1 in 25 Star Wars High Republic Sway variant. Rounding out our top ten. That's, of course, is that our Yoda cover? No, that's our, uh, our Yoda cover is the one that was at number one. Uh, rank ten is our other cover. Um, buckle in, how many High Republics does it take to top a top ten? This new Star Wars features the first appearance of Keeve Trennis, the first appearance of Avar Christ, and the first appearance of Skier. The Sway 1 in 25 is hot, moving 54 copies. A CGC pre-sale 9.8, going for $200 and $132 raw. Crazy. At, at 11, Amazing Spider-Man 365. Uh, this has been here for a, a while. This is uh, $29.99, right? Was that the first appearance of $29.99? Yes. Is that what that, is? That what that yep. is? Um, doing really, very well. Uh, yeah, first appearance of 2099. It says right there. And then following at 12 is Spider-Man 2099, uh, number one. 
Um, so he's going to be in Into the Spider-Verse. And we'll see how it goes from there. But everybody's excited about it and they're paying a lot for it. Shot that issue off with the the whole series for not too much. I think I got uh, like four bucks in it, four bucks for it or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you but you didn't pay more than a dime yeah. for it. So yeah, exactly. Um, Captain America number one from nineteen ninety six. Uh, this is the Ricky Barnes, uh, still doing well. Thirty five dollars for a raw. Dark Knight's Death Metal number seven. Uh, Forty nine copies sold. Forty bucks for a raw copy, and they're. They're settled down to around $20 for Raw. And it was, what, an $8, $9 book? Mm-hmm. Daredevil 25 continues to sell well. CGC 98s are getting $245 and sold 30, 33 copies this week. The first uh, Spawn from 1992. Uh, not really a superhero, but Kyle thinks it is. Uh, <laughs> How is... Never mind. <laughs> uh, previously, these floated around $125. But no longer. This week it sold 27 copies and had a high sale of $185 for a CGC 9.8. Telling you, you can make some money with spawns. Yeah. Who knew? Oh, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 362. This is the second full appearance of Carnage. We're getting closer to a Venom 2 trailer. Um, Carnage's first full storyline is moving. Uh, had a high sale of 160 for a CGC 9.8. Star Wars Caden number one. If you're buying a ton of High Republic, then hopefully you also have this issue. Both of these series are highly speculated on and may prove to be some of the most key issues for future Star Wars content. This I've been first... on Kanan for a long time. Yep. I dropped off this book so early. I have that whole first series, plus I bought it in collected editions too. You're in good shape. Uh two forty nine two ninety four, I'm sorry, two ninety four ninety nine for a CGC nine eight. So almost three hundred bucks. Uh, Daredevil or Daredevil, Darth Vader three from twenty fifteen. The first Doc Doctor Afra has really picked up now. Uh, it sold twenty three copies and has a high sale of four fifty for a CGC nine eight. Raws are probably still reasonable, so you should get this. <laughs> uh, Amazing Spider Man number fifty five, the Pat Gleason Virgin variant, uh, rounds out the top twenty. And it sold 18 copies and had a high sale of $600 for a 9-8 pre-order because it hasn't come in yet. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know how you... How do you pre-sale a 9-8 when you don't know it's going to be a (laughs) 9-8? How do do they do that? Do they just send a stack of them there? Yeah. Or do they say it's a 9-8? Yeah, you know, it'll regardless be a, of, any, I, of looks, <laughs> I I don't I don't understand how that works. Explain yeah. that. I, I world, do not, I don't tell me. know. Tell me, world, how that works. Don't. It's time for sneak peek. Let's close this puppy down. Sneak peek right next week. Our thing is coming out on Tuesday and Wednesday. But Drew, when we click on our good friends at ucsdistributors.com forward slash new releases, we ain't got crap coming out for DC. Just a couple of tra- trades, so move on. Moving on. Moving on down to our new releases, our January the 20th new releases, because we find ourselves in Previews World. And Drew, what can we find? Uh, we've got Rain Like Hammers, a uh, Brandon Graham book. Um, 
Eugene is a new inhabitant of Elephant, a walking city on the desert world of Crown Majesty. Far from friends and family, he spends most of his time navigating melancholy daydreams, toying with alien technology, and researching the best places to find high-quality fast food. Sounds like my life. Yeah, no doubt. At best, his life is lonely and monotonous. Also, sadly, true. But all of that changes when a mysterious force begins destroying Crown Majesty's walking cities. I don't know. High concept, maybe? What do you think? Meh. Yeah. Fifth issue of Stillwater. This book has been great. Uh, another Chip Zdarsky book. This is about a town where you do not die. If you live there within the confines of this town, you don't die, you don't age. Um, can't get pregnant either, but it's it's pretty cool. Um, there's some mysteries afoot. And this thing is just begging to be uh, optioned into a Twin Peaks type book. It, nice. Uh, it, it's got to be headed in that way. And then My Beloved uh, Walking Dead Deluxe is on its seventh issue. Three covers. I, of course, all three of those will be in my mitts. And I I, I just, this is my f top of the stack. It's I've already read it a long time ago. <laughs> maybe maybe multiple times but this time Most, in technicolor this time in in color and i get to read um the this the letter columns because i don't mm. have all these early issues i don't get to read the didn't get to read the letter columns and i get to read um his sketch notes on his outline of what he thought this book what this issue was going to be and sometimes like he has characters dying that they didn't or um, <laughs> other th things that he was going to introduce and changed his mind. It's really, really fascinating and um, to hear kind of his process and what changed back then and, and the script to story um, transfer and how that worked. It, it's really been fun. But, of course, you know, take that with a grain of salt because I am a Kirkman um, worshiper and I love, I love Walking Dead. Speaking of your worship, what do you think of your boy Sienkiewicz on that Philadelphia cover C? Really good cover. I very much enjoy that art. Yeah, I, I dropped off this book. Um, it, lo it lost me after a couple, and I just didn't stick it out. I probably should have. It's all for me in image. Yeah, we got Crimson Flower, number one. Um down in from Dark Horse. It's a Matt Kent book by Matt Lenuski with Jill Thompson doing the cover. Looks pretty cool, um, but it's a what is it a a mind a mind altering journey through Russian folk tales, trained assassins, and government conspiracies. So um, that's that's not really selling it. Yeah. <laughs> Russian folk. Folktales doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> me either. I'm not steeped in that world. There's your best of Leonardo uh, from IDW. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Blue one. Beautiful blue yep. cover. Then we get the East, finally get to see the Eastman cover for a 113. I don't like it. I hate it. I love the cover. It's not, it's not great. 
Nope. A is much better than Eastman. I'm sorry, Eastman. You know you're my boy and I love you, but so mess. Sophie Campbell doing some good stuff. Yeah. Really good covers on both those Transformers covers as well. Yeah. Down into Marvel. Yeah, there's your um, alien variant for Avengers. It's very, yeah. very cool. And then, is that Momoko doing an alien? On Black Cat 2? Yep. Uh, that's pretty sweet. They're having some fun with that. Yes, they are. Uh, David Aha doing the Iron Fist cover for Heart of the Dragon number one. Oh, that's right. I love that Aha cover. Yeah, it's great. Might be writing that one down. Uh, we've got Star Wars Doctor Afro number seven. Uh, Maestro War and Pax number one. I didn't think Maestro hit that well. No, I really enjoyed the first issue, but um, I, don't, I don't think any of the subsequent issues were as good. Yeah. Nothing from Dynamite for me. Mm -mm. Um, the only thing from Boom is just a slew of Once in, once in Future 15. It was Abbott 1973. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that relaunch. Or a prequel launch. Is it yeah, a prequel? This is an existing, yeah, it's a prequel. A sequel or a prequel? Yeah. I can't remember what era the first one was in. I think it was few, art, like present time, I think. Yeah, it wasn't set in 1973, so yeah, I think this is a prequel. And then down, down she goes to uh, what's in the back half. Gung Ho Sexy Beast has some cool covers. That one's tempting. Just the cover A. Cutting Edge Devil's Mirror number one is a two-issue series from Titan Comics by Francesco Dimitri. Tomb Raider meets the Hunger Games in a brand new series by renowned fantasy author Francesco Dimitri and award-winning Italian artist Mario Alberti. I breathed the body. Uh, this is Zach Thompson doing an aftershock book, sci-fi horror series about social media, big tech, and influencer culture. Might be a fun one. Mm -hmm. Crazy looking cover, guys. Bodies all inside out. I think that's it for me. Yes, I think you're right. 
So, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week. What's your one pick to make sure you go to your LCS pickup because it is going to be on the Hot 10, the Hot 20, and the Hot everything going forward? I think it's Gung Ho Sexy Beast number one. Yeah, that's uh, a good cover. This is from a Blaze Comics, and it's reminiscent of uh, that Punchline series Rags, that came out. Rags. Um, those are all low print runs, small publisher. Uh, books that had uh, uh, scantily clad women on the cover and sold very well. So, and I'm going with that uh, David Aha variant on Iron Fist. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great choice. I love that cover, and uh, that'd be my number myself. two. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. So we want to thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself through our picks of the week and everything else here. Um, we want you to again remind you we've just started our Patreon, so head over there and check it out. Um, feel free to leave some feedback. Contact us on Instagrams, Facebooks, Twitters, Gmails, all kinds of fun things. Be part of the podcast. Let us know if we miss anything this week uh, that you think is the better items to get or if you completely agree with us. We love to hear that as well. So we thank you so much for Drew and for myself. See you.